2023 is here and with a new year often comes new ideas. Lots of people plan to start things this year and while there's certainly an element of excitement in trying something new, the beginning of a process can also be frustrating, intimidating, and discouraging. So what wisdom can we glean from the Bible on this issue? Let's find out. My name is Sydney LaFleur Murphy and welcome to the Life at Peace podcast. This show is all about tackling the stuff that fuels our everyday demands, doubts, and dysfunction in our perpetual pursuit of peace. Get ready for deep thoughts and challenging topics, all grounded in biblical truth. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the first episode of 2023. We're going to be talking about small beginnings, and the anchor scripture here is going to be Zechariah chapter 4, verse 10. I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. Do not despise the day of small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. So we're going to break down the scripture for a minute and then get into the larger applications for this episode. But for context here, Zerubbabel in the Bible was a descendant of King David, and he was the man prophesied to rebuild the temple of Jerusalem after it had been destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar II and his army. So that story happens in 2 Kings chapter 25, but one of Nebuchadnezzar's officials actually burns down the entire temple, and it says every important building he burned down. So it was completely destroyed, needed to be rebuilt, and Zerubbabel was the man prophesied to do that. Uh, The last part of the scripture to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand, the plumb line is basically just uh, for contractors and in construction, they use this as a means of making sure that the walls of any building or structure are completely vertical, completely up and down, straight up and down as they're supposed to be. So that's what it means from a from a practical context with actually having to rebuild the temple. And that was a little bit of the structure, or I'm sorry, the groundwork, <laughs> the context for this scripture. Now, some translations also say humble uh, rather than small, but in either case, the message is the same. So humble beginnings, small beginnings, same idea here. Now, I believe the scripture can be applied beyond this situation. So not apart from, but beyond. And that's what we're going to get into here with this idea of small beginnings. So as humans, unfortunately, we tend not to be impressed by small anything. It just communicates to us this idea of insignificant, worthless, meaningless, lacking. And we have several different examples of that. So, for example, no one's impressed, really, if you can run a mile, (laughs) like you go and you don't go brag about how, yeah, my workout this morning, I ran a mile. And, you know, maybe you can tell someone, but they'll just be kind of like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, (laughs) kind of like, you're not really impressed, but good for you. But if you can run a half marathon or a marathon, wow, to the average person, you're already, you're basically a superhuman, an Olympian. On YouTube, you've got 100 subscribers. Okay, that's cute. You know, that's a little something. One million subscribers. Oh my gosh, teach us your ways. (laughs) Not realizing or not stopping to consider that the people that have one million subscribers at one point had 100 and had had 10 or even had just one. So the point being here is that we ascribe more value to bigger platforms, to greater influence, to larger followings, larger numbers. It's just in our conditioning (laughs) as part of society that big means great. It means significant. It means important. But I want to call attention to the word despise in the scripture. So do not despise the day of small beginnings. That is a very strong word and it's used to communicate 
feelings of extreme deep hatred and contempt for something. So I find it very telling that this is the word used in connection with small beginnings. It speaks to our human condition of not liking things when they first start because we don't think it's going to go anywhere. However, anything that begins is small because it has to have room to grow and it has some it has to have somewhere to go. This concept is modeled in nature though. Seeds, they turn into plants, they turn into fruit. It starts with that tiny little seed and then it blooms into everything it's supposed to be. As a baby is growing in its mother's womb, it starts out as an embryo. And then as the process continues, it grows into a fully developed human. Uh, Any successful business you can think of probably began in someone's garage basement uh, as a side hustle, as a hobby. Look at Harry Potter, for instance. J.K. Rowling started writing that series on napkins. (laughs) She didn't know where it was going to go. I'm sure she didn't picture it blowing up into what it is now, but that's where it started. In Matthew 17, Jesus talks about having faith the size of a mustard seed, and and that faith is enough to move mountains. So he works with faith just that small. You don't have to go around having this great big faith all the time because Jesus works with faith the size of a mustard seed, and he knows that it's hard to have great faith about everything at all times of the day. <laughs> Luke chapter 16, verse 10, Jesus says, whoever is faithful in small matters will be faithful in large ones. So again, that whole concept of starting small and growing into something that you can be trusted with in a larger, uh, larger uh, context. So for example, platforms like a content creator, YouTube, uh, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it is, if you can't be faithful to put out content for the 20 followers, the 50, the 100 followers that you do have, how can you be expected to produce content for hundreds of thousands of followers or millions? If you've got, if you're making, let's say you're making 40,000 a year and you barely know how to manage those finances, why should you be trusted with, you know, 80,000 a year, 100,000 a year, if you don't already master the concept of stewarding over the little bit that you started with? Same thing with an apartment or wherever you live. If you live in a small house, but you want a bigger one, take care of what you have now, even if it's considered small in your eyes, and you'll be able to be faithful with something larger. So God repeatedly throughout scripture and just in the principles of life, he works through this concept of starting small and then increasing over time. So he cares deeply about the things that we consider small. He sees what those small things can become. He looks at the potential. And this can be hard for us to come to grips with because we are socially conditioned to uh, look at what is. We're not interested in potential. Uh, This is generally speaking. But we just want to see the end result without participating in or even observing the process. And for those of us out there who are comfortable with the process, we still don't want it to take too long. (laughs) Maybe we've accepted that there's a process for growth, but we still want it to happen maybe a little bit faster than what God uh, says should happen. And I heard a pastor once describe us as a microwave society that serves a crockpot God. And I think he was onto something there because we just, uh, generally speaking, we just don't like to be patient. We don't like to wait for things to grow. We want to see the results now. We want to see it fast. Um, so this is why we really celebrate people with larger platforms or who we deem with more accomplishments is because 
often we weren't there in the beginning to see when they were first starting out. <laughs> we just see the end result. We see where they are now. And we didn't, we weren't there with them to get the process going. We didn't even know who they were until they became something big and something significant in the eyes of society. So small beginnings will look different for each person, but I'll just encourage you guys with the same advice. Just start. Whatever it is, it could be a business, a podcast, a YouTube channel, a nonprofit, an exercise regimen, maybe there's a new hobby you want to try, or a new diet. The key is to start, and then after you start, the process will be messy, it will be unorganized, You'll, you will have days when you're unsure of yourself, when you're second-guessing what you're doing, you're not motivated, you feel discouraged, whatever the case may be. But again, everything has to start small. This podcast, for example, is coming up on one year. So January 26th will be one year since the first episode was published for this podcast. So trust me, everything I've just described here is a reality. There, you just got to keep going. Starting, in many cases, can be the easy part uh, if you're looking at the you know, grand scheme of things. Now, the good news with all of this is that the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. So going back to the original scripture, so we started off with do not despise the day of small beginnings. The second part of that is for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. God is thrilled. He's excited when we start something. And I think there are a couple reasons for this. The first one being that God is the one who gives us the desire to start things in the first place. He puts our dreams and our desires in our heart to fulfill the purpose that he has laid out for our lives. And if he's put something in your heart, it's because he wants to use it to bring glory to his name. And he has chosen you to be the one to do that. So you can also think of it this way. God is entrusting you to carry out a part of his plan that he specifically created you to carry out. He doesn't want that other person to open that restaurant. He doesn't want someone else to start that podcast. He doesn't want someone else to become a personal trainer. Now, there's multiple people doing each of these things, but that specific dream that he's given you, your idea, your approach to how you would do it, he put that in you. So no one else is going to have that idea that is specifically yours to uh, carry out and to bring to fruition. And the second reason I think that God is rejoicing when we start something is because once we choose to start, we're moving closer. We're saying yes to the direction that he's leading us and we're becoming more of the person he's created us to be. So this isn't to say that if you choose not to open a business or start something big, that you're less of the person that God's created you to be. Again, this is speaking to if you have that desire, that urge, that pull to go out on a limb and start that nonprofit or, you know, uh, start that new workout routine, whatever it might be, you know, whatever God has placed on your heart, and that's, you know, that's the direction that he's trying to pull you into so that you can move closer to his purpose for your life. Now, just to inject another dose of reality or realism into this, uh, I'm going to talk about the actual challenge of starting. So it's work <laughs> just because you have that desire and, you know, you can, God's confirmed it that that's what he wants you to do. That doesn't mean that you get to just coast. Um, you know, it's our job to do the research, to put forth the effort, to put in the money, the resources, the time, to ask for help. This is a big one. Because maybe you have the desire to 
start a photography business or do that, you know, you've been doing it for a hobby for a while, but you want to really turn it into something bigger. But you still have all these questions about, you know, what kind of camera should you use? And do you just have different um, questions and things you need to find out about the nuances of the art of photography? Don't be discouraged just because you don't have all the answers and you don't already know everything. Ask for help. You know, look to people who have already established a name for themselves in that industry and get some tips from them. Get some practices from them. Learn what kinds of things they like to do to, you know, add their personal touch to their art and go from there. You know, we often think that we have to have everything all lined up before we get started. But the truth is, most times you just need to start and then as you make mistakes, as you, um, you know, learn more things, you can implement some improvements and become better at whatever it is you're doing. Uh, the other part to think about with actually starting something is that there are mental and emotional barriers to overcome. So this is, this is just reality. You know, we, we have this fear of vulnerability. We, we don't like to be vulnerable especially if it's something where you're putting out your ideas or something that you've been sitting on for a long time that you want people to like and appreciate and to respond to. And even going a step further, it doesn't even have to be a business venture, but let's say you're starting to work out. You've never worked out before. You're not really into exercise, but you've decided you want to change that. Well, you know, going into the gym surrounded by all these people who are just super ripped and and fit and look like they know what they're doing. Meanwhile, you've never used any of the equipment. You don't know how to lift weights. You've never run before. It's very daunting, very intimidating. And you have to decide, are you going to push through that and at least start somewhere? Or are you just going to let those mental barriers keep you from even taking that first step? Uh, We also need to get over, you know, lack of interest from other people. So not everyone is going to be supportive or even interested in what you're doing when you choose to start something, when you're in your small beginnings phase. And that's just another aspect of, you know, putting yourself out there that we have to just, we just have to to ride with it. We just have to to let it go. Uh, We want everyone to support us naturally. We want people to, you know, see the merit in what we're doing. But the reality is that not everyone is going to care. And you just got to learn to take to not take that personally. And you can't let that stop you from just trying something in the first place. So with it being the beginning of the year, this is really the ideal time or, you know, you can start something whenever, but basically just the idea of having a clean slate and starting at the beginning of the year. This is a great time to challenge yourself, to try something new, to set some new goals. I know a lot of you have New Year's resolutions already that are, you know, already underway. And take a leap of faith into whatever dream has been nagging at you. You know, start now, perfect it along the way. Don't try to make it perfect before you even start. And most importantly, don't despise your day of small beginnings. 